Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Chubbs Chubby. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. I am stupid. You're smart. I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. You're very good looking. I am not attractive. Oh yeah, a lot of pressure. You gotta rise above it. You gotta harness in the good energy, block out the bad. Harness, energy, block, bad. Feel the flow, happy. Feel it. It's circular. It's like a carousel. You pay the quarter, you get on the horse, it goes up and down and around. It's circular, circle, with the music, the flow, all good things. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. <laughs> Cue the, the theme, theme song. song. Hey, if I saw myself in clothes like those, I'd have to kick my own ass. Golf's no different from hockey. Requires talent, self-discipline. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You should talk to my neighbor, the accountant, probably a great golfer, huge ass. Jackass! I was put on this planet for one reason, to play hockey. Holy shit. Talk about your all-time backfires. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. Just stay out of my way, or you'll pay. Listen to what I say. How about I just go eat some hay? I can make things out of clay and lay by the bay. I just may. What do you say? All right. It's 1996, and we've got... Brought to you by Subway, Happy Gilmore. Uh, I hadn't realized in initial viewings of this way back when how prominently and blatantly Subway was featured in this. It's somehow <laughs> in my younger, in my youth, it was like, that just fits. He just happens to be eating at a Subway. Uh, but that's that's <laughs> it's pretty so obvious this time. Hey, how's it going? We got Dennis Duggan. Dugan? Buddy. Directing, written by Adam Sandler himself and Tim uh, Hurley, Willery who, or something, Hillary Hurley, I think that would be right on. Um, who they wrote a bunch of skits and stuff together, and um, then got into screenplays. We have Adam Sandler, Christopher McDonald, Julie Bowen, Carl Weathers, um, and we have uh, Kevin Nealon as well. And what's his name? Will Sasso makes a little bit of an appearance, and Bob Barker and. Lee Trevino and Mark Lyle, the golfers, make an appearance. Yeah, we got that cast going on for Happy Gilmore. It was made, uh, coming in at just 92 minutes, made for $12 million and made 41 I thought this was a way huger success. I would have thought so, too. I mean, back then, four times your money is really good. <clears throat> no doubt. No doubt. But I thought this was one of the, like, made for 10 150 in the bank kind of weird oh, yeah, that's that fair, just that's hit everybody's fair. funny bone. Um. But yeah, I at the time when this movie came out, I would have been uh, right around high school, graduating high school. And I think the big thing at the time was uh, Adam Sandler's um, skits on tape or on CD, I guess. Fuck me in the goat ass. Yeah, the, all that shit. So we were, me and my friend group at the time, were really into that stuff. So when this movie came out, we were all over it and usually laughed heartily during the whole thing because... Um, I said this to Colin as we got going watching it that um, there are elements of this that felt like a Farrelly Brothers comedy. Yeah, actually, good. Of a, that's a that's a great observation. Like that silliness, that surrealness, long like weird looks where some people get it and others don't, and then 
Um, and then there's Lee Trevino. <laughs> and then some, and then something wacky happens and you're like, what the hell is going on? Um, yeah. So what's your guys history with this, with this one? Oh, I don't, I, I couldn't even tell you this has been so long ago that I saw this movie for the first time. It probably would have been because same thing like you're saying, Adam Sandler was huge. I mean, coming off the of SNL, that was the best cast ever. Yeah, that was a good one. So you're watching all of these movies because he was not making like Jack and Jane yet. So Happy Gilmore <laughs> was fucking going to be I a tight movie to watch. This man. was like his. This was like his uh, Ace Ventura almost, really. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. So like, this started this is like everything. His beginning. Yeah. Because then and, Billy Madison and and um, uh, well, Waterboy. Uh, yeah, Waterboy. And we've already done a Sadler movie, and Waterboy held up. So yeah. I was I was gonna I was thinking when we started to watch this that this was gonna hold up too. It's it's a very simple movie. It's not too long. Um, it has no. good growth. The characters are like, despite yeah, being um, there is some, but you know, I, kind I, of surrealistic. They they tend to have um, arcs and still be real people to some yeah, level. I, I guess I will say though, I think that the the a lot of the humor in it wasn't as good as it used to be. I think that's definitely. Um, if it's lost anything, it some of the jokes, uh, me and John both were noticing, kind of didn't land at times. Hmm. Uh, what was an example? What was an example? Like the one where he he's at the bar and he's that he's doing the Doctor Seuss thing or whatever, where he's the guy who rhymed, and and then there's like a long pause and then the guy just walks out. It just there's just the a funniest lot of little fails. Here I mean, and there. I've I've always felt like that joke didn't land to tell you the truth it always felt yeah. like a throw oh that see I, I used to think that was funny before i always no, thought that, that was funny i mean but personally like, that wasn't for me but i yeah. your point stands anyways there's a bunch of there's a bunch of other little teeny things here and there like so like one of the things that immediately worked for me was uh the hockey stuff where that he pushes that guy against the glass and he's like that's my puck but the <laughs> only thing i noticed though in this movie this time was that in the beginning I like him less because he's like physically assaulting like many people <laughs> like he assaulted he assaults the coach of the team after he doesn't get picked and then assaults some of the other people in the vicinity who try and stop him I was just <laughs> yeah. like yeah I don't know about that that's kind of like is this the character or whatever but I, I forget about that rather quickly and then um, the with the baseball thing where it's going hitting him in the chest Love that still. That really. Oh, I love for that me. still too. You that scared really me when good. you brought it up. Yeah, I yeah. do love that also. <laughs> he teed it up with tension, hey? Yeah. All <laughs> he this really shit did, sucked. Man. All this shit sucked, and then this scene. Well, it was good. Well, no, yeah, there was that. Timing, that was actually, good. There was that. That was good. There was the stuff with his girlfriend. I thought was okay because it moves the story along for it really good, really quickly. But the problem is once again that this has that that bridesmaids has. Is so the scene where he's talking on intercom to his girlfriend is a perfect example. It goes on too long. Like the 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 problem you got to get to the, like him singing the night close isn't faster. There's too much chit chat between him and her there, and it starts to not get funny. They they needed to cut a lot of these scenes like down a little bit. I think to make them more to make them work. They're a little like they're like SNL skits. They're a little too long sometimes. Some of the scenes. 
I, I definitely agree. Like like the one we were talking about with the rhyming and stuff. Like that should have mm. been cut right before. There's yes, no need no, for that to carry on there. Absolutely. No, that could have completely been cut. And there's so there's a lot of kind of that stuff that I noticed this time where um because they came from sketch comedy that they just don't know when to end the joke. Like once once something is funny, that's when you end. Like a lot either. of Sandler's, a lot of Sandler's comedy on those those recorded tapes was based on the hit it hard until it's funny type humor too. Yeah, like fat, fat which, Wheezy McGee, which and, I adore. And all that stuff. See, I did. There was a time when I did, and for some stuff, I still do. Um, but this movie was kind of hit or miss with with some of it. There were just definitely some moments that that just went on a bit too long, and that could be as totally. much just times changing you know and and humor and all that stuff but no joke um, is going to land 100 percent of the time anyway yeah, it doesn't exactly. matter what you like right yeah it's it's just when you get the laugh the thing that you <laughs> norm mcdonald is a perfect example of that sorry colin yeah he <laughs> is the thing is when they you get the laugh in 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 this in a scene or something then they they continue the scene for like another minute and like and that you've already gotten the joke, but they're like hammering the joke home. And it's just like, yeah, I got no, like, I think John said it. He's like, we're not stupid. Like we got the joke like a minute ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's yeah. like no need for you to keep hammering this joke. Yeah. But they don't and, always do that in this. No, it's not, not like always. overly guilty. We just noticed, I think more than I used to for oh, sure yeah, is the way I definitely. put it where it's like, oh man, that that's kind of a letdown that that joke is so flat now. Yeah, or that um, they just they, they they had it and they lost it. They had you and then they, they went on just a, even like 10, 20, 30 seconds too long. And then the other thing I did notice in this too, whereas I was asking, and I shouldn't be because this is a very silly, stupid comedy and it, and it acts like nothing else. But for some reason, I really questioned his ability to play golf because his his method doesn't... his. That, like somebody says you should go join some uh, I think it's shooters like hey you can make a lot, a lot of money on the long ball circuit are the are the you know driving heart long driving circuit that's that's true um, because even the person at our golf tournament uh, Lisa Longball who uh, came to our charity event and was hitting balls for people at our tournament for sorry what what's her name again her name is Lisa Longball and that's real right on. you can okay. look it up okay. yeah, no. so okay. she would hit she, you'd pay her 10 bucks and she would hit your ball for you on like a par 5 and she can hit right. like 400 yards so she's gonna get you like fucking a birdie right so even her she said she can't really golf very well like she's not a good golfer because she no, doesn't look. have the other abilities like what does she do on a what does Happy do on a par 3 like what the fuck does he do on a par Here's, 3 he can't fucking get on the green on a par three. He just runs and swings. Like even there's if he uses a, a nine, he's gonna fucking he's gonna oh drive that. Like how this is he movie? Land on that this green? movie assumes that par threes don't exist because we never see one. Except he he the eighth the final hole is on a par three and he does he does quite well. But, but so here's at the thing: the end or what? Yeah, at the at the end. Well, yeah, he does yeah. quite well because um, he uses all of the yeah. But continue. And he's learned, yeah. Here's the thing that this movie is about Happy Gilmore, who loves hockey more than anything else in the world. Have you seen this movie? Come on. He's got a super powerful slap shot, but he sucks at skating uh, through some weird uh, bets with some mover people who are kicking his grandma out of her house. Uh, he finds out he can shoot the ball a real long way and impress Will Sasso, which we all know is real difficult <laughs> to do. Uh uh, and then he tries to make a little bit of money hustling, and then uh, Chubbs finds him, and Chubbs is awesome. He doesn't have a hand, and he wears that. Um, what's that brand with the alligator? I love that he wears that brand. Uh, Lacoste. It starts with a V. Lacoste. Yeah, there you go. Thank yeah. you so much. 
Sorry, Vacost. But no, it is. <laughs> I know it starts with B now. <laughs> so Happy goes on the pro tour, tries to win the money to save his grandma's house uh, while Ben Stiller tries to hurt his grandmother. Uh, and Shooter McGavin is in the way, so we got to get Shooter. That's it. Thanks for coming out there. Okay, so, so anyway. but one thing, one thing, the movie this was is very challenged by now is that golf is much more popular um, now than it was then. Back then, golf would have seemed extremely stuffy. Um, and in '96, a movie about a guy who would be like doing these things on the golf course when everyone is into like the etiquette of golf and quiet hush, and then all of a sudden it's like drink the beer. That was what made this movie gave it so much heart for me at the time. And that's just not here today because like Colin, I'm like a drive wouldn't do shit. If you could only hit the ball 400 yards, you'd suck on any any uh, hole that wasn't 400 yards, which yeah. is a lot. There, well, all the par fives, you'd be challenged. All the par threes, you'd be challenged. And so. not only that, not only that, but uh, but like the whole reason he sucked at hockey and couldn't be a hockey player is the exact same reason he would suck at golf. So they established that in the beginning. A hard shot means nothing if you don't can't do the rest of the game. It's fucking useless. It's not going to get you well, anywhere. The way that I explain it is, um, for a par three, first of all, I explain it by I don't think about it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you don't give a fuck, right? That's what that's also what you, you gotta do. That's what I mean. It's silly and, and stupid. Then, and then secondary. Um, I'm like, okay, if he plays a par three, I'm just imagining he's hitting a fucking, you know, his like lob wedge. I guess. And then he's like, pa, like pounding his lob wedge a fucking 120 <laughs> or whatever, you know? And that maybe <laughs> makes sense. You never see him hitting iron. His bag has three clubs in it. Let's not yeah. overthink it. Yeah, that's kind of where I have to end up on that. But it did stand out more to me in those specific ways because we all know my brain works very differently when looking at these movies. However, I do think with how popular golf is, especially with a younger demographic who's supposed to find this movie funny, it takes away some of that. And not much, but some. It's it's because they point out the fact that his skill doesn't work in making him get into hockey. And and it's the and it, and nothing changes when you go to another sport. You can hit well, something really hard, but like the fact that he learns putting in a week, like also, and he learns putting at the whole putting thing. I don't know. It's just with the hockey there's stick nothing putter. To, there's nothing in this movie that makes me believe he can actually win a golf tournament. The fact that he wins that Bradbury okay, so opener, the last like shot that he impossible. hits is like a bounce over a fucking metal. They also make him shoot. Yeah. When the fucking I, thing <laughs> fell down. And then he does like this crazy bounce. Like, if you're talking about his ability know, to putt in a week, we're talking about the wrong things. I know, but now that you're pointing that out, I didn't like any of those things either. No, no, and that's fair. So but I'm saying, like, 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 why are you debating reality in a movie that is obviously not meant to be because real I think in the any movie capacity? Goes out of its way. He the hits movie? that guy in the head twice and then knocks his wife out of a window. Let's start right at the beginning. No. That is fucking unrealistic, baby. I know, but that, but though, once again, that seems overlookable enough. The problem with this movie is they ground a lot, you in a lot of stuff. With his mother and the taxes and she's going to lose her house and the, him being shitty at golf. So the whole beginning of the movie seems very plausible and everything kind of makes sense. The motivations of the characters, why things are happening, where the story is going to go. But then a lot of things don't make sense. And so it's tough when you ground me, ground, ground me in a part of a reality and then like say, but, but this stuff, it doesn't matter. It's just silly. 
So I kind of think that I, that kind of threw me this time. Like it I felt like they were. It felt it felt like if with a few changes, you you could have made it plausible that he learned how to. That that guy Chubbs, like Chubbs, could have like trained him for a month for the Bradbury Open. That's all he said. He's like, I'm gonna train you how to not only hit your long ball, keep it in your long ball, but we'll go. We'll train you on the putting. We'll train you on the short game, on the fairway. And he's like, we'll get you to win this tournament. But instead, it's like he goes the next day and he can only hit the long ball. And he does not use any other clubs and he wins. It's just that's the, that's what I'm saying. Like it's just a few small changes could have been made no. to make it feel a little bit more like not silly stupid unbelievable that's all i i definitely agree like for me the format could be um, much improved by right at the beginning when chubbs comes to him and says um man you could fucking like you were really meant to be a golfer you could be amazing let me train you on the short game it's exactly what chubbs says at the beginning yeah. If they do that, where it's like, and then you have the bonding too, which makes the death later more meaningful because actually yeah, totally. at the end, they've only had that short period, right? Yeah. And sure, they bonded strongly in that short period, but it's only like a week or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And if you have them train them from the beginning, you can still have them suck at the short game. Golf's not easy. Yeah. Right? No, I just did it. So he's a fucking powerful tough. driver and that gives him the strong advantage. And then the rest of the shit is a trial. Plus he's fucking with uh, Shooter McGavin. Plus yeah. he's trying to fuck that that, uh, that PR girl, right? Yeah. So you, you fucking tie all those things in. I mean, then you have a really solid developing movie. That being said... <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm like I'm it's just tough because I, I don't just really care that he you. learns like, that like fast. I, I, you know I literally I literally yeah. was just golfing like four hours ago, and I hadn't golfed in a long time. And and I hit a couple. I started hitting a couple of good shots about the middle of the way through, and then by like I sucked in the beginning, and in the middle I got really good, and then by the end I couldn't even fucking hit anything anymore. And it's so <laughs> it's such a tough game. I mean, my team of like you know. Shitty amateur golfers shot like a 79 on best ball plus seven. Like it's, it's just such a tough game when you know what it is. So when you watch him like backward, walk backwards into it, like with no training whatsoever, winning tournaments and stuff, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, See, I'm a good golfer or I have been. You've and been, I'm not I've golfed with you and you're much movie. better. You're much better than me. I broke par at my best, right? So, like, oh, I'm God, saying, yeah, I know. You're... I'm not offended by this movie being like skipping through the talent of it. I'm just like, to I'm me, I'm just saying you could have just made it a little bit, teeny bit more believable because it just doesn't, doesn't. I, I'm questioning it now the whole way through the back end. I really it. feel like you're not supposed to think about it that way. I know you're not. Supposed I said to that, though. I, I always preface The comedy it with, in this silly. is so silly. It's silly it's and stupid, like, but there's also grounded comedy. I that's think, like watching Naked Gun and being like, he'd never survive his fucking wheelchair <laughs> flipping into the fucking baseball diamonds. Like, no, but there's just some things that but, you but need that, to no, forget about no, when you watch stuff like this. Though, because that's, I disagree because they do have stuff in the beginning that's very grounded in reality. And, and Naked Gun and, never does that. That's what your complaint is about this, is like that it Nick, also has the grounding and then it starts. removes. This is how Naked Gun starts. Naked Gun starts with him busting into a room filled with the world's evilest people and beating them all up with like crazy fight tactics. That's how that movie mm. starts. This movie starts with a guy who can't play hockey very well. And uh, doesn't get his thing, and his girlfriend. It starts with a guy that can't play hockey well. He talks about 
how he's the only guy in history to take his skate off and stab somebody. That's believable. He, he, There's probably people who've done that. He tries to serenade a girl one. that's leaving him for being a loser <laughs> and then instead sleeps with a Chinese grandma. What about the beginning of this movie makes you think it's serious? Yeah. And, you're not paying attention if you think no, that. But no, what I, but I what actually, I think. I think that's grounded in reality. His girlfriend just <laughs> left him. I do. That, that, is the, that is why that is, that is why that is funny. That is the only yeah. reason why the grandma thing is funny is because it's believable. Is it's that believable just, that a grandma, a Chinese grandma with her bag of groceries <laughs> came up when she yeah. heard it as she was approaching the speaker she knows it's not for her <laughs> and she thinks this guy'll fuck this guy and no. she goes well, upstairs what's believable is that he after his girlfriend left some woman came to his place and just randomly wanted to have sex with him and he did have sex with her and then ran out of his house ignoring <laughs> You don't know, leave the strange person in your house the next day. That's you give them bus fare and tell them to leave. That is fairly brothers. That is too. fairly brothers. Yeah. yeah, but it is grounded in reality anyway. I'm just Stop saying his yeah. golfing is not grounded okay. in reality. Let, let, oh, I'm wow. just saying it is. All right, all right. We're moving on now. <laughs> he, to, could, he could have sex with that Asian woman. He can, <laughs> I want to. Wait, wait, no, wait. He fine. could. He could have sex with that Asian woman. He can't golf. That's the difference. Okay, there's guys that hit their head and then all of a sudden can speak French for fucking no explainable reason. So, of course, Happy Gilmore can golf a little bit. There's also autistic people that can fly over a city once and then draw it in specific detail. No, but you said I think could... we can accept that magnificent, rare occurrence happen. And I hate that I'm fucking taking this stance for this movie because, of course, it's unrealistic. But I'm saying if those things can exist in our reality then this stupid thing can exist in this stupid fucking reality. I'm right? just saying, and I'm just saying, I you feel like this, we're complaining about the wrong thing. I'm just saying you could have had the same movie, the exact same movie, but just written it a little bit more believable. That's all I'm that saying. we can agree on. And it gets yes. muddled. And because there's things that are going on, whether it's the seriousness of his grandmother, but then Ben Stiller come Ben Stiller's greatness. How come Ben Stiller never is punished for his actions? Yeah, actually, he's, he's just gets, a device. Just away. gets away with it all. So there's something else too that I wanted to say, cute on something that Brent was saying earlier. But like after Happy wins the the Pro Tour that first tournament, they just like write Chubbs out of the movie for 40 minutes or they so. They do, and it's terrible. Yeah. And then he comes back at the end. So like Brent was saying, like Chubbs should have kept on being his caddy. Absolutely. Instead, I'd like sorry, Otto. I think that's the homeless guy's name, and he has his funny moments, chuckle moments, yeah. right? But ultimately, it's like if Chubbs had been there, they could have had more of the bonding back and forth. Way better. Yeah, yeah, I totally like agree. And once and again, I, if Chubbs had a month, he said the Bradbury opens in a month. Let me train you and happy. He says the money. There's some great directing in this. He says, he says six months though, which is also isn't it? Six no, months? no, no, no. But I'm just six saying weeks. Cut, I think I'm just saying said. cut. No, okay, he said okay. six months. No, he said six months. But what okay. I'm saying is you don't put that in there and you have him just say the, it's the open is in a month. Let me train you for a month. And then he says no when he's driving and he sees his grandma's thing hanging in the. That was great directing. And then he pulls back. He's like, how much money? You And then boom, he trained him. And then Co Chubbs is there with him. You yeah. know, like John just said, he's his caddy. Like that would have been s such a stronger movie. But now it's just like, it's like no thought was put into it. That's the problem, once again, is it's just silly nonsense that him and his friend wrote down. They didn't well, put any hilarious, thought into. So the hilarious thing, if I can just like quickly interrupt you, I'm so sorry, okay. is that this movie, um, Adam Sandler and his writing partner passed it through. There was a golf pro. I can't remember his name. 
Um, but they had as their advisor a golf pro. And he um, hated the initial parts of their script so much because he was winning so much. Yeah. And so he made them go back and rewrite it five times until he was satisfied that it was okay. At first, they had uh, Happy winning the Masters. And the guy was like, you have fucking no idea about golf. Yeah. And so he took them to a professional tournament and showed them and then brought them back and the, all these rewrites, right? Yeah. Um, and they came up with this script that this professional golfer then finally was like, gave his seal approval on. So I think obviously, Colin, with your point of that, like they were definitely pushing the line of that. Yeah. yeah this guy probably fair. like, like, um, you know, with reluctance gave this the stamp, right? Like it's just that's, too bad. That that's that the limit of where you could be. No, it's that's that's an interesting that they did do that, and they. I'm glad to hear they actually put some thought into this and and talk to golfers, but it it's just too bad that that golfer wasn't a bit more of a screenwriter, and you just said, why, like your line was just like why isn't Chubbs in the movie more like what that boom well, he wasn't great... consulting on the script he was consulting on the golf as I know I'm just saying though but as a like it, they should have okay so they should have had a golfer and a screen. Cons writer, consultant, notes person. Yeah. Then they would have had something. They could have. Got they should have us together. because we're anal retentive fucking analysts. We are. Well, we. Can I have help an idea. Sure. I have an idea on how you can also fix this movie and take out some of the issues that we have. Is Happy should never have been in the running to win the tournament. Him not finishing last should have been his success or something like that. Or he putters along like finishing last and then second last, and then third last, and he, he just slowly builds up the money, and then by the end of the season at this tournament, he's just trying to finish, like, if he can do better than sixth last, he'll have enough money, and Shooter would just antagonize him because they'd get paired together or something like that, And he, but he couldn't beat Shooter. Like, it's just, I think that would have been I better. I don't like that as been a success. much if maybe he gets the endorsement at the end. Yeah. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like, like that, he just that, fucks it. He Maybe yeah. he tin cups at the end. He yeah. actually plays pretty well, and then you know his his fucking hockey temper and his shitty golf comes back. Love it, love that. And then and then the subway ad at the end, and then we're not fucking overburdened with uh with ads. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a million times better script, by the way. What you guys just came up with in like um, thirty seconds. <laughs> Honestly, that's god a bless. great. That's a much. That's a script. Yeah. That would and work then, really well. And more Chubbs, and him and Chubbs can go head to head. Happy wouldn't listen to him, does what he wants. Then later he listens, and they do well. And then Chubbs can have his accident, and Happy can be racked for the last tournament much more than he was here. You could even uh, give it. You put I Carl even... Weathers in your movie. Goddamn, Carl Weathers elevates that movie. <laughs> he does. His song, even... his singing is great. Yeah. yeah. I, you could also. You could even go. I would even give a little more grace and say that. He had to win like fifty thousand dollars in the next tournament, would which would he'd have to place like eighteenth or something like that. Give him like yeah. even like a little bit better than like sixth worst. You know, like he's improved, and then and then he gets the sponsorship, and then he's on the pro pro tour golfing, and he's still you know like doing. He's still not doing great, but he's doing a little. You know, he's he's trying. He's got a job. Yeah. His mom's got the house. Like it didn't. It, it's just like Rocky. You're right. It doesn't have it, to be him winning, beating the world champion. It just it had affected, to be Rocky. Not he. Rocky just didn't want to get knocked out. He just wanted yeah. to go the distance with the champion. 
Yeah, I think um, the whole like subway endorsement coming like in the mid to end, like the start of the third act, I guess it is somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, That's like feels ill timed. It it, like the whole pressure of the money and everything suddenly gets switched to needing to beat Shooter to win the championship. And then he doesn't even want to do it. But then, like, a shooter goads him or something, or his grandma just says, you know, be be happy. And he's like, no, I won't do that. And then no, he ends up, he makes it a vendetta to, to, like, say, you, I don't know, you leave the tour. I don't know what, I can't remember exactly how it turned, but it was not, like, in a supremely heroic, I need to persevere or overcome adversity. He was, like, kind of begrudgingly went along to do it. Yeah. It's got some screenwriting problems for sure. There's a lot of hiccups in it for a movie that's 90 minutes long, too. So, like, they had the right length. I mean, oh, yeah. my I think, like, pertaining to what you guys were saying before, though, it can't be the Rocky thing because Happy's not passionate about golf. And I think, right. like, that is the main thing that he, creates that problem. He's is that passionate he about his grandma, want though. Golf. He's he never passionate gets about a his passion grandma, for but he golf doesn't either. do golf, right? He, yeah. So he is, like, a reluctant... like. And the thing is, is that he is so driven to play hockey. Like, Colin, you are so driven to write scripts. Now imagine if you could save your grandma, but you have to dig ditches. I mean, I know this is being a professional golfer, <laughs> which if someone told me I could be a professional golfer right now, I mean, absolutely. You could have right? also made him actually fall in love with the game because you don't ever get a sense of that. And so, like, you could have no, his totally. Arc- be that he f- discovers his his actual talent and like becomes yeah. a good golf not becomes a champion or wins shit becomes a decent golfer that can compete on the highest of levels and a better human being along the way which i don't yeah. get as much the sense here he he does improve i guess but not in any way that it, like if if things went sideways with his relationship with um a uh, modern family mom that he'd just go right back to like punching people out right also, the modern guys, family mom. Yeah, yeah, that's her. holy fuck. I know. I was watching this movie and I kept thinking, like, like man, this girl has a very '90s look. What happened to her? I love the modern family mom. I think that she's like beautiful. I had so no I. idea those were the same people, man. Yeah, I told John the same thing. I've always had a huge uh, thing for the mom on Modern Family, and yeah, I she's I for- beautiful. She's got an exotic look to her. Totally, and she's like. She's and I've I've listened to her on podcasts and stuff. That actress is really funny and smart and uh Yeah and uh yeah, I really like her as an actress as well. Yeah, Julie Bowen. Julie yeah, Bowen. Yeah, and she name. does she Julie does Bowen. like I actually like okay, so let's talk about the love story. I actually kind of feel like the love story works, shockingly. Like I feel love like the, just the way it's the performances are done and the writing, I, I feel like it works. Yeah. And it's also they don't fuck around with it. They uh they allow like a like a a few quick jumps to get into the the actual relationship and it happens pretty fast. Yeah. And they're like together and working towards that same goal. Yeah. I like that. So I do I. like that. You see it happen slowly. They take their time. They make it short, mostly short and snappy. There's a little bit between them that could likely be chucked out the door, but whatever. Um, and then like the whole ice skating scene is like funny enough that you're like, sure, like who wouldn't be charmed a bit although by although i yeah. liked all of the ice skating scene although i i always really loved that they cut to them kissing and then it cuts to the is he the zamboni driver yeah yeah singing my endless but for love. some reason for some reason this time though me and john weren't laughing when we watched it 
And and he was kind of sad. His performance was so sad that it made me sad. It wasn't funny. I was just like, <laughs> this is kind of depressing. Like oh, I feel man. like this guy. I felt bad for him. I was like, because he ducks he his lose? head down. I was like, like, did like, he lose I didn't watch this with you guys. Man. I was like, did, I was like, did <laughs> he lose? Bummers. No, but I was like, did he lose someone like close to him, or does he like al- is he alone? <laughs> <laughs> I was really, really related to him. <laughs> so like, I felt That's bad for that funny. guy. But anyways, the That's rest funny. of that scene is all good with the hockey. I loved. All I love that. that. I love. I love the whole scene. I actually do really enjoy that yeah. guy singing at the end. I laugh. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I laugh. Uh, I, that out scene loud works. When that I think that scene totally works. I really do. Yep. High five. Woo! Yeah. Agreement. So there's there's still really funny stuff and the love story works and uh the mini golf stuff's all bad and could go well maybe not the clown i like the clown but i i just like his anger i mean like it's funny when he gets angry i actually wasn't a huge fan of the bob barker stuff this time they should have pulled way way back on that way back instead of bob (sighs) throwing all those punches and stuff bob should have thrown one punch and he falls in the water just one that's it. Not all that other stuff. That fight should have been way pared down. And the but dialogue won, should have been pared down too. It won the MTV award for best fight. In I'm just True saying story. it's not good though. It's not good this time. I really I disagree. I do I do think it goes on too long. But way I, too I, long. I will, say, I will say that I um I, I enjoy it. I think That's, that it's funny. I think if it's quick and he punches him quick... Like, now we're removing all the comedy from this fucking movie. You're not. We're not making a fucking drama. <laughs> it's a silly comedy, Colin. I know, but once again... Put that, you, in, put that in your databank. But here's the thing. The thing that's funny... Here's the thing that's funny. The thing is funny that... The thing that's funny is Bob Barker and him fighting. That is funny, right? That's a joke. But that's, that's why them on for fighting like, is funny. Him throwing a punch and knocking him out isn't funny. No, no, but I'm just saying you could still have it be a little bit of a tussle. But the way they that they did it, they ruined it. The joke, they, it went on too long, way too long. Uh, so I'll like say once it, again, it went, I was smiling went. and then I stopped smiling and then I was just like, this isn't good anymore. That's that's uh, how that scene went for me. I like I, I, it wasn't so long it ruined it for me. It it could have been clipped a bit for sure. Some of it goes on a bit, but it's still funny to see yeah. Bob Barker. That's my feeling exactly. That's it. And all the other stuff with the jackass guy didn't work for me either this time. A a couple of it worked, but once again, it went on too long. Him hitting him with the car didn't work for me either this time. Like, first (laughs) of all, like, was that the plan? So the plan was not him called happy jackass, but he was to come and drive over him with a bug, a beetle, or whatever. I don't think Shooter knew that. I think that was was improvisation. It yeah. could have been. That guy's just and, crazy for his buddy, Shooty. And if he got hit by a car, <laughs> if, he, if he got hit by a car, and I think John said this, first of all, he would not be allowed to continue to play the tournament after he got ran over. They, they, they'd be like, no, we can't allow you to play anymore. And then he wouldn't like just get better because he got a boner. Uh, like He closed his eyes and thought about something happy, and he got a happy. <laughs> like That's not going to make him better from his car injury. So that makes no sense. I mean, what do you? I mean, if you get car injured by a car, you can't, you can't argue. Something happy. I can no, totally argue. It, it does not I, make sense. I can argue that in this world, it doesn't make sense. But yeah. the thing is, is that as a golfer, I can tell you that if I'm having a shitty game or if I'm in a bad mood or something, 
even if I'm injured, like obviously this is to the extreme, but I'm talking about <laughs> you got car. hit by a car. The whole thing I've <laughs> been not hit gonna by get a car. Better. <laughs> um, Ooh, I got better. better. Story. In the same um, day, you're not gonna. <laughs> no, definitely not same day. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Um, my point is, fuck. He's taking it too seriously. You were gonna go on that he's taking it too seriously. Seeing a midget. Okay, a okay. Midget. Not only that you're taking it too seriously. But this is just meant to be like a representation of him calming his mind, his happy place. When you calm your mind when you're golfing and actually just allow yourself to like pull back all of that shit that is around and just like calm yourself, that is the biggest favor you can do yourself. And I just look at what he's doing there as a representation of that, as him like calming himself, bringing himself into focus and then doing the best that he can in his injured state or whatever, whatever. And I like that part, but what I don't no, like you don't. is that. <laughs> That's no, what you that, said no, you don't. What like. I, no, I like that part, but I'd like that part if that guy came and called him a jackass or did something to him again, threw him off his game. I don't like that part if he got hit by a car and he couldn't hit the ball anymore and then he had thought happy thoughts and then all of a sudden his car injury was fine. Or he could ignore it. That just doesn't make any sense. It's bad writing again. It's just This is all just bad writing. It's all it is. That's, yeah, I mean, those things saying. are easily fixable. Fucking they are easily loopholes. fixable. They didn't fix them. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So what do you say? It, it just, it just doesn't that. break my immersion for me because I've already like accepted the ridiculousness of it. And once I've placed myself in that world, this stuff just does not come into focus for me like it does for you. Like I don't think of all the minutia of the reality of it because I'm in an Adam Sandler movie. Like, did you watch <laughs> Waterboy and think about how fucking stupid that was? You said it held up. He does the same fucking imagination <laughs> trick with a just picture someone's hate on it and all of a sudden he's superhuman. You didn't fucking ridicule that. It's you said it held it, up. This is the same shit yet. Uh, you didn't because, like it the same. Because the writing, the tone, and everything in that movie makes sense, right? So, like, they establish in the beginning that his power comes from that. So, when his power comes out from that for the rest of the movie, then that makes sense. So that and they the establish in this that that on, harmony mind trick is a fucking big win for him. The only so, way at the end, when he does people, it, it's a callback to the ability. I'm just saying, yeah, but it's, that doesn't heal him. If he got hit by a car in Waterboy and then looked He's at a guy healed. and he saw... Just let me finish. If he got hit by a car on the field, got ran over, and then couldn't play, but then saw a guy and turned him into a baby and then hit him again, that wouldn't make any sense. They didn't do that in Waterboy. Everything made sense. And even the water, when, when Vicky gives him the water, the special water that glows, and he jumps up and he's back into the game, they established that that water was special, like in the beginning of the movie. So that makes but sense. But it's not really fucking special, because that would make that world a magic world, which it isn't. <laughs> it establishes so that, is a fucking, that, though. No, come on, man. It does. He's, ah. the, water was, the water was still cold. Anyways, that was, moving that forward. Was, that was magical water. Uh, who yeah, thought we That was magical water. This, this Happy thing. fucking Gilmore. The reason Jesus. why we got into this discussion is because Brent says... just. Be, it, I have a game of Madden half going. I would so love to... Bre I'm just... Brent's, Brent's argument is that it's a, if it's a stupid, silly movie, then there doesn't have to be logic. And my argument is I disagree. That that uh, statement makes sense. I think I we're suppose just getting that into is kind specifics of the where... 
Yeah, we're getting into like super specifics, but uh, <laughs> that's as my a, problem. As a theme, is that as focusing a theme, on that the specifics of these things is a problem. Sorry, John. Yeah, no, the, the, the simpler statements are much more ones we can agree on and not knock it into the deeper stuff. How about um, uh, Jaws in this movie? Richard Keel making an. Appearance. I love him. Yeah, I think he's yeah. great. He's used just a little bit. Um, they made it look he's like just he a could little run. bit, and then they bring him back. Yo, man, they did not look him make they, him look like they he must could have been run. pulling him on a cart or something, and he's just he's, swinging his arms. Because holy that man, shit, he's seven foot I, two. <laughs> I even said to Hillary, I was like, "There's no way he's catching him. There's no way." Oh my god, what did he, so Hillary watch this with you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she lost respect for me with watching me laugh at it. <laughs> I'm, I might be single. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, me and Hillary yeah. must have the same taste in films. <laughs> she just when I when I told her, I was like, I was like, hey, by the way, I know you just flew in and stuff, but uh, this is the movie that we got to watch, and how about we watch it? And then I just started putting it on, <laughs> and she was kind of like incredulously like fucking Happy Gilmore. Yeah, but she's a fantastic girl, and she's she never seen it, it right? Uh, no, I think she'd seen it. Oh, okay. It was a long time ago. Like, she had some of the details in her mind, and some of them were a little hazy. But, yeah, I don't think that um, she enjoyed her time with it. Nat's not into this movie at all. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, maybe me and I mean, I mean, have the same taste. <laughs> I, think, I think this is aimed at, like, teens, maybe 20-somethings, and might still hit home on that on that regard. I don't know. That's where I did it hold up. Let me ask you this, John. Did it hold up for you this time? Dun, dun, dun. Ready to call it? May as well. All right. Um, How long are we going to fight about Happy Gilmore? I was going to ask about the music. (laughs) No, let's not do any long The music was filmed. The music, uh, the soundtrack was done by the Devo, one of the Devo guys. Whip it. Whip it good. Those guys. No way. One of those guys did the soundtrack. Mark Allen Mothersbaugh. Yeah, see, with a name like that, how can't you be in Johnny, yeah, let's make Johnny go first because he's usually the tiebreaker. It's like, uh, I definitely laughed at parts of this movie and I think like some script changes like Colin said could have made this into a better movie, but it doesn't try to take itself too seriously ever. Um, And if I spot things that I'm like, that's not real, it's just my stupid brain kicking in and then I see... Uh, Adam Sandler assaulting people and threatening them with beer bottles, broken beer bottles, and not getting arrested. I'm like, uh, it's this kind of movie. That's cool. Um, I guess overall, like I used to think this movie was really funny, and now I think it's like chuckle worthy. And I think if it was on TV, you might check it out. I don't think I'd ever go out of my way to watch Happy Gilmore. Certainly, The Water Boy comes together a lot better than this. And I guess the similarity is that they have Adam Sandler in it, um, but structure-wise, they're they're kind of different. Because that movie, like if you had Chubbs all the way through this man, that's kind of a I didn't notice it in the past, but that's a huge misstep with how they have him in for like the middle second fifth of the movie, and then not again till the la- till like the th- fourth f- fourth fifth, and then they kill him, and it's like God damn it, that was a big misstep for me. That kind of started things to go in a way that I didn't think they could come back from for me. And so while funny enough, and I don't hate this movie, I'd always give it a chuckle. I just don't think it holds up for me anymore. And that's okay. (laughs) Right? Right? I think, I think everyone everyone knows how I feel. So I don't know if there's much more to say. I think I've said as much as I could say. It's just, 
You settle I, up. I, I, it's uh, yeah, exactly. It's it doesn't hold up for me. <laughs> That's it. No, That's all the, you got. No, you have French. a moment if you want to say anything. Well, else, I mean, I get what, like what else could I say? Like I said it earlier. Like I just don't think it. A lot of the jokes don't work anymore. They're are they're too long, and I think that the script is it was is much worse than I ever imagined it could be. For something that could have been, it just could have been fixed so easily. It like Waterboy is a perfect example. The fact that Waterboy does work, and that guy was a professional screenwriter. Here's the thing, too. Adam Sandler and this guy. This is one of their first t dipping their toes into screenwriting. I mean, my yeah. God, like it's not going to be a good script. It's the first script. So I don't think Adam Sandler writes any good scripts. I'll have to look and see what he's written of his, you know, catalog and see if any of those are good. Yeah, I can't say which ones. Because we're going to do Punch Drunk Love, which was written by P.T. Anderson and directed by him. And, yeah. I, and he picked Adam Sandler specifically because he... He did chuckle from time to time in his movies, and he wanted to do something with him. And I bet you that holds up. We're going to see, I guess. We'll see. But anyways, Brent, you give her. Huh. Well, I will say that I am right on the fulcrum with this one because mm. um, I do fucking love watching it, to tell you the honest truth. I um, I have a good time. I, I also have that nostalgia of it, so I get excited to watch it. Because I know what I'm getting into. I know it's fucking stupid. I remember the time. I remember the humor of this. So I might not be the best judge of it because of my experience with it being so positive. Um, I do think... I do think that a lot of the humor works. And I think that taking it too seriously ruins it. And I think that a lot of movies need to be like that, right? Where... I think that I think that I guess my argument is that I felt like they established the world well enough, which clearly they didn't do well enough for Colin. And I can agree with those points strong enough. Um, I'll say I'll say that this doesn't hold up, but I will say that I like it. Like I yeah. like this movie, and I it's, own it's it. close to me because the thing for me is like like does this hold up? Like Colin and I, when we watched this together six months ago, we both said that it was surprisingly good. I agree. I remember that. I thought it was gonna hold up. That's I when I started watching this with Hillary. She was like, she was like, this can't hold up, right? And I said, I said it'll surprise you to know that I think it might. Yeah. And um, <laughs> now you got to almost her and did, tell her man. It doesn't hold up. <laughs> what the th fuck? I mean, I'm, I'm so kidding. right on the line with it because I. It's hard to say because I like it and I'll watch it again. But does this humor hold up? Does this world hold up? Does the obvious... I think the thing for me that makes it not hold up is the obvious problems with the script because those things could have been fixed so easily. Like fucking Chubbs should have never been out of this movie. Never. And and doing that is such a fucking criminal thing that it's almost... Uh, bad enough to make it not hold up right there that decision yeah he should have been the guy training him through he should have been the mentor it makes his death meaningful totally um, yeah that's a good and, point and i agree the fucking caddy is funny i like that guy that's grandma's boy if i remember right um i like that that <laughs> actor i think he's funny and i like adam sandler fucking puts his friends in movies and i'm okay to let them um be kind of shitty and accept it yeah 
but it should have been fucking Chubbs. And yeah. just for some problems like that, the way that he could have been trained to accept that golf skill, and you could have ruined none of the fucking silliness of this to do that. Yeah. That's the thing for me, is yeah. that if it's necessary to be silly to remove that realism, then I'm okay with it. If it's not, then I think it becomes maybe a little inexcusable um, in this example. So, yeah, narrow, narrowly doesn't hold up for me. I saw I saw a trailer of one of the Grown Ups movies the other day, which Adam Sandler wrote both of them, I believe. And uh, <laughs> I saw a commercial for it somewhere, and it was maybe it was on you know how you're on Netflix and it's showing you a clip, and it was a clip where the guy from King of Queens, I can't remember his name right now, Kevin James. Kevin James yeah. is standing standing on skis waiting for them to take him out in a boat, but he's he's so fat that the boat isn't going. And then the boat, like, then, like, the guy puts it in the overdrive in the boat, and then, like, the boat breaks or something like that. And the grown-ups movie isn't that old. It was, like, 2011 or 12 or 13. He just, Adam Sandler just never grew up, and his comedy never evolved. Like, that is, like, one of the worst jokes and worst scenes in a movie I've ever seen. I, I couldn't believe that that was actually in the movie for, like, many different reasons. I couldn't believe that that wasn't in the movie. But it was There's like a few so movies stupid. that he's made that seem um, almost miracle worthy that were made. Like everything like that he's Jill. done for everything he's done for Netflix, Sandy Waxler, the ridiculous. I, I kind of like Little Nicky. <laughs> it's been a long time since I watched it, but I remember kind of liking it. That's got like, Kevin Nealon too. Like he made he made for for Netflix. He made the ridiculous six, which I'll never watch. Sandy Waxler. Uh, hum, hubby Halloween, like I've all this that. garbage. Did you see that one? I've watched Hubby Halloween. I'll I watch think I've seen Halloween. it too. I, I think I've seen that one too. Yeah, it's not good. No, his writing just it's like Adam never Sandler evolves. movies are the meh of movies. Like if yeah. you're laying there, uh, like gluttonously full on something and hungover, and you just want something to put on that's going to require absolutely fucking zero thought and it's going to just be silly and allow you to just lay there mindlessly and just chuckle to yourself at something this is the movie if you have chip crumbs on your fucking belly and your shirt's a little lifted up this fucking movie's for you yeah there you go a great a great analogy um, good sum summation <clears throat> yes i think that that ties it up nicely in a bow <laughs> our next our next movie of the week I'm super jacked about because I've not watched it in a while. It's Zero Dark Thirty. Oh my Ooh. god, I'm jacked right off about that. <sighs> yeah, it's, me too. It's new-ish. This would be like one of the more recent old movies that we've done. 2010, right that, I believe. Yeah, it's right at that 11 or 12. Oh. Yeah, it's like right at that 10-year mark, but I just couldn't wait. I was like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, is it 10 years old? And we're like, yes, it is. So we threw it on because yes. So that will be great. So I think feel like it should even be that old, that movie. It doesn't. We should watch it together too. Uh, definitely, because yeah, I'd at, love to watch it with you guys. It's at, such a good movie. It was anyway. At all costs. Yeah. Then we'll finish off June, twenty twenty two, with Batman, the original Batman. You know that one's coming. Get it, India, and then July. July's gonna be great. We've already kind of let that one out. It's P. T. Anderson month in July. That's all we'll say. We will get some good movies coming up for that. Yeah, I think that's for Psych. us more than anything. Probably, but don't we do don't most know. of these People movies for us? Or unless we do movies like Hackers for Steven, 
Thanks a lot, Stephen. Well, thanks yeah, thanks, lot. Stephen. I mean, that's what you really want to know what holds up. It, how many people are questioning <laughs> P.T. Anderson movies? Jesus. Oh, well. well, I don't know. We'll see. Our Kubrick adventure. I mean, we will see. Our Kubrick <laughs> adventure really opened my eyes to... Me too. Um, to, to how powerful like the previous movies and, and like renowned movies can hold that power over us. It's got to be good. It's this. And then this, you're watching and you're like, what? It's just the not thing the same. Story. The thing that this show has actually really taught me is that the amount of, of movies that do hold up, like a movie like Shawshank Redemption or Pulp Fiction, those movies are very rare. Oh, yeah. Right? Even The Sixth Sense are even Pretty Woman. Like these these movies that hold up and stand the test of time are rare. They're very rare. When people make something in the moment and at the time when they make it, like there's a lot of stuff that like just does not. That's why The Godfather, the original Godfather, these movies are rare. I find uh, it's but it's great when you find them and it's exciting. I really think Zero Dark Thirty is going to be in that category. Fingers crossed. Zero Dark Thirty is so recent. And it's still it it won't suffer from a lot of those old classic mistakes, I imagine. Catherine um, Bigelow. But it might but it very well could have a ton of um holes. Extra fat problems. I mean it's a yeah. very long movie. I know it's long. Yeah, that could be its biggest problem because it's not gonna have a typical structure, maybe. I don't know. Like it's gonna be so interesting to watch with this critical eye. Yeah. I do remember loving it though, so um it's got Me many too. things. And Chris Pratt in a Navy as a seal. So that's kind of interesting too. Okay. Well, someone's closer to shooting themselves in the face instead of watch this movie. Bam. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. uh, It's too bad about this one. We all had high hopes and even some recent watchings that we thought it would get there, but it did not. So on to more recent stuff. We'll come into the modern age of movies and get out of the 90s for one movie and then get right back in there. After Zero Dark Thirty with Batman, so stay tuned for that shit. Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, should be good. Okay, we'll catch you in the next one, folks. Thanks for tuning into this one. We'll see you around, and as always, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.